Agut vochra boisai ah lili nishmas imi morosi rusmas mordechai. Dear belly, this is your Talmud who's still looking for a kidney. Just finished listening to today's daf. I felt the urge to write to you. My son-in-law, let's call him Shui, also started doing daf practicing a month ago. His brother, number six, got him into it. Not only is he current with the daf and gidim, but he felt an urge to start from the beginning as well. A bunch of people felt the urge to start from brachas. So they make it through brachas somewhere along Shabbos Erev and they fall off, I think. He just made a seam on brachas, which I attended. He said he's learning this glue from me finding a kidney. I believe with all my heart it's getting close to Bezim Hashem. I so enjoy learning the daf with you. Have a great Shabbos. Pesach Goodman, Pesach Moshe, Ben Hinda Bracha, Rafua Shlema. And we're going to go straight into the sponsorships. The Koilel, sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood. The Koilo sponsored to thank Hashem that I'm able to thank Him for everything that I have by the Lach and Lubbock families, the Paris Achaydesh, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah and Achdos are the best Segula. Paris Achaydesh, Lakewood, New Jersey, Paris Yosef. Paris Ayoyim, brain intact, unleash your full potential. Should be served the Nazi Kedusha, tremendous success in all my endeavors in the art of the month. For complete reform for Chaim Tzvi Ben Leia. We're going to do the, the, yeah, the different Musagim that we learned over the week. Shas Musagim, if you're new to this, Shmak. Pigol is the idea that a Koyen, as he's performing the Avoidos, he could be Mufagal, he could think in his mind a bad thought. What's a bad thought when it comes to Kachim? The thought is that he's go, going to eat it Outside, it's a lot of time. So if a carbon can only be eaten for two days, he thinks he's going to eat it. After three days, he destroys the carbon halachically. And the owner of the carbon doesn't get a kapara, he must bring another carbon. The four avoidas of a kayin are shechita, kabbalah, halacha, zrika. The first one, shechita, even a Yisrael can do, but these are the four avoidas. You shech the animal, you receive the blood in a vessel, you take the blood, you walk it over to the during these four avoidas, as he's walking, you could think, I'm going to eat this outside of its a lot of time. According to Rashi, you have to say it, but whatever. The main one is Zrika, all the way at the end. We learned the Allah of Grama, Benizakin, Potter, that's on Daft, Nun Gimel, that a lot of these are very familiar. We're just saying them over. Some people are not familiar with them. It doesn't, doesn't matter. We do in Chazara, Grama, Benizakin, Potter, when you don't actually take action and destroy somebody's thing. You, you, you caused your friend's property to be destroyed. Is usually potter. We had a machlaikis on Daphne Gimel. Also, if we made a knas, shagig atumezid. Do we, somebody who did took action, we say that he, we penalize him just like we'd be doing it b'mezid because we don't want people to lie. And if, let's say I destroy your property on purpose, I make your fruit tummy on purpose, I can lie and I'll say, I did it by accident and nobody could do anything to me. You say, no, you did it by accident? Okay, you're chayiv, just like somebody did it, amazing. We had the idea of tzitzmeratzo. The kind gadol, when he wears that plate, the golden plate that says Kodesh Hashem on his forehead, it has the power to make the, when, when the kain messes up with the blood, it comes to me, tzitz is maratza. The tzitz has the power to forgive and make the carbon a good carbon. Misakimana, makibapadish is the same thing. It's basically the final 
blow of the hammer when you fix something on Shabbos. You make something that's not edible, edible. So Rashi said it looks like Misaki Mana. It looks, it, it, it comes across like your Makabe Patach. We know what Yush is. Yush is if somebody gives up on a lost item. So we had Yush and Chini Rishos. If a guy steals something, so the owner might be Miyayish, but it doesn't become his unless he gives it over to somebody else. It changes property also. That's a Nunhei. Another Allah from Nunhei, Chulan Chinishkul Bazaro. If you just bring a regular animal to the Beis Hamigdash and you shaft it there, it's a Daraisa. The concept of Sheval Kaisa, also in Nunhei, where it's better to not take action than to take action. If you're over in Abeir, it's better just to stand still and not do anything than to take action. If somebody steals something, with the rice, he has to pay twice the amount of what he stole. That's called kefal. But if he shechted it or he sold it, then he would have to pay four or five, depending if he stole a sheep or an ox. This was a big chiddush. If a guy puts a gun to your head or anybody puts a gun to your head and he forces you to sell something, the sale is a good sale because of the idea of Tulu, Vizov, and Zvina, Zvina. If I hang you and I force you to sell something, then halachically, it's a good sale. And then when it comes to Chazaka, we know we're familiar with Cheskas Gimoshanim, but when a person buys something, a piece of property, he could do Chazaka by Noal Godar Uparat, by taking action in the, in the real estate, by locking it, by breaking down the lock. Etc. And then we just touched upon the idea of when it comes to uh, trafe and stuff like that, the way or the way but anyways, it was the idea of that if a person who's a deaf mute well, luckily he's, he doesn't have das, I like your cufflings by the way Repilchus. nice so let's say could get married with sign language so you also could get divorced with sign language because of this similar to Kabbali Kachpaltai. As it comes into the pot, that's how it goes out of the pot. Okay. And finally, we had yesterday, the halacha is always like Shmuel when it comes to Mamanus and Dine, and the halacha is like Rab when it comes to not Mamanus. All right, Zokta Gemara. Here we are. Yishmaka story over here. Um, so we just finished, we had a machlagis, Rabin Shmuel. That's why I mentioned it. Rabin Shmuel, by the pit that's right next to the, the, um, the water stream. And we had a whole, who gets to drink first? The people that are upstream or downstream. Shmuel says it's the people that are upstream and we don't know what to do. So called out Gavar. The word came out that whoever is physically stronger, he gets to uh, he gets to win. He gets he gets to drink first. So Gemara says based on that, Rav Very interesting story. Rav Shimon went to the famous Abaya. I want to. I'd love to learn Torah with you. The little time I have, I need for myself to do to, to do Chazara. So he says, he's very persistent. I please learn at night. I found this fascinating. 
This is Goladar, Abayo. What does he do at night? He waters his fields. He's busy with Parnasa. Everybody, they all used to... Today, it's unheard of. A Goladar. We're going to let a Goladar walk? Not, not just... He did a little real estate nursing homes. No. He, he watered his fields. <laughs> it's physical labor. It's unbelievable. I mean, something to remember for the entire... I don't remember this last time we had this. Abayo. We had other... Amarayim Tanayim, but Abaya used to water his fields. You can remember that. So he says, Omar you know what? Let's do a deal. During the day, I'll take care of business. I'll water your field. And then you'll have extra time to learn Torah with me. That sounds like a great idea. So if Shirin Barashi goes to the People that are upstream. You know, you guys have a mistake all these years. The, the halach is like rav, that the bottom people drink water first. Stop using the water. Okay? Marbaraj, he said, they listen. Also, he goes to the bottom guys. He lied to them. He says, the upper guys have to drink first. Now, Abai was smack in the middle. So he goes to the upper guys and says, Shut everything off. The guys in the bottom get the drink, so they shut it off. He goes to the guys in the bottom, shut it off. We got shut up. He goes and he steals, he takes all the water. Why? Because we just learned that called Alan Gavar. Whoever's smarter, stronger wins. So he fooled them. And then he goes to sit down and learn tire with Abaya after he fooled everybody. He also like, I mean, Abayo, he goes to Abayo, what? You're just passing like Rav and Shmuel. You told them that the love was like Rav. You told them the love was like Shmuel. What's going on here? Says, Don't forget, he's the Goladar. He said, I'm not touching these fruit the entire year. I don't want to benefit from this kind of shenanigans. Let's be straight over here. And show my Israel. I don't know what happened to the Chavrusha Shaft, but he didn't eat from the fruit. Yeah, that's all that's all it takes to, to ruin it for Abaya. He didn't have to. You're talking about Dark Yishalim. There's not a halach of Gneva over here. This is just to make peace. You know what? You ruined it. I want to show my neighbors. I'm a good neighbor. I hired by mistake the wrong guy. He fooled you. You know what? I'm going to show everybody. I'm not touching these fruit. Okay? Says Gemara. Hanu b'nei corroboration. So let me just show you what it looks like. You guys see it? Okay. So to explain what's going on here, Yoshi did a phenomenal job. I'm very proud of him. Basically, you see the river flowing downstream from up to bottom, from top to bottom. They went ahead and they dug a an entire canal around their fields. Now everything happened very fast there. Let's go back. First, what they did is they built a dam. You can see Yoshi put a dam there. You guys see it? They built a dam and that caused the water to stop flowing downstream and instead make a sharp right turn into their fields and come up around the bend and come back out. Now, what happened was, look closely, let's do it again. Look what happens to the water. You see the green fields on top? They're going to turn into water now. Water is going to overflow the fields on top. Bam. You see? Right there. Why? Because what happened is 
the water had to take a very sharp turn, maybe into a narrower canal, and therefore it caused a backup on the, on the river. So the river started backing up and destroying the upstream fields. So they came to complain. So now let's see. Now that we see the picture, let's see inside. I think it did a phenomenal job here. Hanu bnei bechermach, the people of Chermach. Just have to see if I can find my. No, not today. Okay, not today. I thought I had my pointer guy. One more time. No. Okay, so these guys, the Ozel Karberisha, the Shanvasa, and Shanvasa is the name of a river, they, they, they dug in a canal, and then it went around, it came back. The people that are upstream, they went to Abayi, Amrlai, they're overflowing our uh, the 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 nar the rivers ruining our our produce over there. You know what? Why don't you dig a little bit deeper into your canal upstream, and then I'll have a little bit more room for all this water, and it's not going to flood your fields. If we do that, then at a different time we're not going to have water for our fields. Everything is with a cheshbon. It's a certain depth. We can't make it deeper. If so, ruining it for the people that are upstream, you got to get out of there. Okay, now we're at the sugi that I thought we were at. Mark, how's everything doing? Thumbs up. Okay. Mitsudois, Chaya, sorry. We learned in the Mishnah that if there's a trap for an animal, a bird or fish, first of all, we're going to see what the machalikas is, but the Gemara says like this. So just to show you what I did the other day, you guys see this? The two raccoons. Now this is probably a mistake. So I have to do charot there. One raccoon is in a trap, and that we said, I was just trying to anticipate the Gemara, said, listen, it's in a box, so if you take it out of that box, you're stealing because a box is somebody's chotzer. That is true. My other picture of a raccoon trapped in one of these devices, very sad, but it's people trap animals like that, might be wrong because it also has a toich. It, ha- it has a, a outside and inside. But what the Gemara, this is a lot simpler. A net is something that has it inside that's also to take from. Because even though it's in the ocean, if somebody puts out a net, it becomes his chater. What we're talking about is a hook. A hook doesn't have it inside. It's a plain, it's a needle. It's straight. So it does, it's not a chater. And a hook, if you take from that, you wouldn't be over on Gneva, Midoraisa, just That's what we're talking about. So let's see inside. Boys, when you're talking about nets and that sort of thing, we're on daf samachalaf, which means we're 60 daf into Misachas Gitan. Also, why is it one of my favorite dafim in Chas? 
Eli Stefanski. Very good. He's with the Shear for a while. If you take a hook or a cord, Rashi says that they would put a cord across the river and put a bunch of needles and glass and then wait for just fish to get stuck in it. But it doesn't have it inside. And that's why we have a machlegis, whether or not it's the Rabbana Gneva or a Gneva Gemura. We're going to get to that. If a uh, deaf mute, in other words, somebody that without seichel finds something, some of the rice that's not there. So really, so every gets a gum, or also machlekes whether it's gets a devreim, gets a gum. Or if it's a gets a gum, devreim, lemayr of kimina, So finally, we understand the difference. If you say that it's a complete gezel, it's midrabbana, but it's a complete gezel, then I will take it out of you. I'll take, I'll go to bezin, and bezin will force it out of you. But Tanakhama says it's only gezel midrabbana, and so I won't take it out of you. In other words, they both say it's the Rabbanon. The question is, how strong the Rabbanon will I take it out with Dayanim? Rashi says, but it doesn't, you don't become Pasal Eidos because of it. Okay. Let's see if we have a picture. Yes. So, Ani Menakif is a person who throws something at an olive tree and waits for the olives to fall onto the floor. And since he didn't do a Kenyan on, on it, so Midrash says it's not his. Says Gemara, What if he grabbed it with his hand and he put it on the ground? So there are those who explain that what's the big chiddush? Of course, he made a kinyan on it. I have to tell you that if a guy makes a kinyan on fruit, you can't steal it from him. He said no, but he didn't have kavana to make a kinyan. He took it and threw it. He wasn't making kinyan. He was just pulling it off. That's the chiddush over here. Right? Says Gemara, very interesting story that needs a lot of explanation. In fact. I saw at least eight explanations of this story. Says Gemara, Rav Kahana, I have a cause of Luhutzel. Rav Kahana was on his way. Famous Rav Kahana. <coughs> Thank you, Mark, for changing it for me. Because <coughs> I forget. <coughs> Sorry. He was throwing a stick at a, at a palm tree. Trying to knock down. Imagine we go, I was in Los Angeles, uh, you know, a few months ago. They have palm trees, like double the height of Eretz Yisrael. You're talking about like a hundred and something. You know what I'm talking about? These palm trees are crazy. So he's, he's throwing with all his might to get to the, to the, to the dates. And he, it's a, it's a game. He gets a couple of dates. They fall down. Comes Rav Kahan and takes his dates. Also, Kamenakid Vachel. Amar So the Jew on the, on the trees, the, the throne, Chazimard. So he had a trick. He says, listen, you're taking dates, but you should know some of these dates I lifted up with my hand. And if I lifted up with my hand, what? It became mine. Now you don't know which one which ones are mine. There's a there's a 200 dates on the floor, 10 of them I lifted up. What are you gonna steal now? You must be from the place where Biyashia, Rishia teaches halachas, and therefore you know the halachas. There's a Maisha. There's a Rebbe in Cheder and Yisrael who, who asked the kids about Trumas and Maestras. And two kids in the class said, oh, they know this, that. So the Rebbe said, you must be going to MDY kids. If you know, you must, you, how do you know Allah's? Okay. Kari Alei, and then he, Rav Khanna said on, 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 um, 
maybe on this Jew, or maybe on, on Rabbi Yoshio. By the way, Rabbi Yoshio, as far as I understand, he's one of the only three Tanoim that ever existed that lived his entire life in Chutzlarit. Only one out of three. There's only three Tanoim like that. So Chassam Sefer says a beautiful thing here. He says that there are, there are halachas, you could, you could live your life just doing api halacha. And that would be a problem over here. If you just did api halacha, halachas, you could take it to date. You're causing a problem. You could also live api shalom. Peace. But it's also not nice. Peace. But the guy has, Rav Kahana has the right to take the fruit. Peace is good, but hello? Oh, but when you lift up the fruit and it becomes yours, now you're living with peace and halacha. Now Rav Kahana doesn't have the right to take it. Halachically, he doesn't have the right to take it. And therefore, there's peace. But the big question is that Toysis asks, how in the world can Rav Kahana take this guy's fruit? What is going on here? Even... There's a, there's a concept of Tikkun Olam, of, 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 of Dark Yishalom. We just learned, when play Dark Yishalom, you're not allowed to take the fruit. How can Rav Kahana do it? So there's a number of answers. One answer is that Rav Kahana thought he was not Jewish, and this doesn't apply to non-Jews. But Taisus says, maybe, we're talking about that the guy was trying to take off the branches, not so much the dates. You know, in Israel, maybe here also, I don't even know if they have it here, but they, they, they use it for schach. They run around before sukkahs with the branches. The guy was taking off branches. And some of the dates fell down. So Rav Kahana felt that it's not, he didn't even want them. So he thought he could take them. That's one. Many, many Pshatamir. The Vilna Gain says something fascinating. He said this whole idea of Darki Shalom is only Ani Hamenakif Zaysen. It's only Allah of olives and it doesn't apply to any other tree. And he explains why. That's this thing here. Over here, we're talking about dates, uh, and, and it doesn't apply to dates. You could, you could, you could take dates from somebody. There's no dark shalom on dates. That's what he says. That's the guy. Shata is a very shrimp because We're gonna see here right now. We're gonna see in the Mishnah. But it's that's that's a different thing, and in certain certain things, not everything. This idea of 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 having heart peace and harmony within the community. It's a different halacha. You can't say, oh, it also applies to the guy. That, 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 that uh, I think everybody agrees that it doesn't apply to the guy. You want to be uh, extra tzaddik and do that, that's fine. But in terms of halacha, to treat a guy like that. We said in the Mishnah, here's another thing that's like what you were saying, that for peace reasons, if a guy comes and takes your leket, look, you, you leave stuff in the field, you're doing tzedakah. You're, you don't have to leave 10% or whatever it is of your, of your produce. You're doing it because the Torah tells you to do it. So maybe you shouldn't let the guy take it. No, be peaceful with the guy. Let him take it. You give food to the poor non-Jews together with the Jews. Mandi Auerbach told me that his father was a famous Roshiva of Ur Sameach in South Africa. When he was younger, so there's an African that came knocking on the door all the time and said, Rabbi, I'm hungry. So his father would give him food. She said, Ta, but he's not Jewish. Like, well, why are you giving him? Why do you spend so much time with this guy? Let him go to some other house. He said, no. 
says in the Mishnah, he pulled out the Gemara, says in the Mishnah, that you, you give to the non-Jew together with the Jew. Says Gemara, Mishnah, uh, yeah, Gemara we should say. Umevakrim choyle nochrim im choyle Yisrael. And there's a mitzvah to do bikr choylem for the non-Jew together with the Jew. So I got to tell you, right here in Chicago, up the block on Devon and McCormick, there used to be a giant car wash. There was a car wash and a giant movie theater. You guys remember, everybody knows that. What is it today? It's a storage place. It's a huge building. So Rabbi Wolf told me, what happened was, one day, they get a, a letter or something that somebody wants to donate to Chabad, the entire movie theater. It's worth a lot of money. Brand new building. I remember when they built it. It's not that old. I mean, now maybe it's older. It's maybe 15, 20 years old. Okay, it's a newer building. What happened was that I wasn't making any money and was going. the guy was losing his, his pants on it. So the lawyer recommended to the owner to donate it to an organization and I'll get a tax write-off and the end of the story. So the guy says, who should I donate it to? So the lawyer, who is not religious, said, donate it to Chabad. Why? Because he, he was a lawyer, still is a lawyer, and one of his clients came in and shot him. He was upset at him, disgruntled, whatever, shot him. And he was in, what? My first cousin, he shot him in his house. Shot him in his house. You know this whole story? It's my first cousin, yeah. Your first, what's, your, what's your first cousin's name? Mitch Iceberg. Mitch? Iceberg. Iceberg. So you know the story. Mitch Iceberg. Very nice. He shot him in his house. He was in the hospital. He was sitting in the hospital. Nobody went to visit him. But Chabad came and they visited him. Chabad visits the sick over there. And he said, you know what? Because nobody visited me and Chabad visited me, I want, to, I want you to donate this building to Chabad. And that's what he did. He donated multi-million dollar building to Chabad. We're not talking about, uh, we're talking about even non-Jews, but certainly Jewish people that are not affiliated, certainly a mitzvah to go visit them. And here's a story where a guy who visited and he, he ended up, uh, he didn't have to wait to the world to come to get his car. He got it over here. One of the very, very uh, big questions today in, in hospitals is what do you do? You're, you're a, a Jewish doctor and a, a non-Jewish patient comes in. What do you do? You have to, in order to treat this patient, you have to be Michal Shabbos. It's very problematic. Luckily, what do you do? Do you defer to another doctor? Do you, like, yeah, it's, it's something you have to ask your rabbi. You have Mibnei Darke Shalom. Okay, very good, Mibnei Darke Shalom. But how does it allow you to, to, uh, to be Michal Shabbos? And this leads me into, I don't like talking about this. We had a, a very sad situation. Uh, maybe two years ago, there was a guy, we were giving out free Gemaras, and a guy from Hawaii, he wrote in, he said, I'm so excited, I got my free Gemara, I never learned Torah in my life, I'm, I'm ready to go, I'm, I'm, I'm so pumped, thank you so much for the Gemara, I read his email, and two days later, he writes to me, he goes, Rabbi, I will never learn Gemara in my life, you, this is terrible, you, you, <laughs> we were learning the sugya, of Mefat Kenes Agal, is Mesef Shabbos, that's how long ago, now I remember, is, it's, a, it's a sugi about if a building falls down and people are trapped in it, and it's a whole, it's a controversial sugi for him at least, 
because what do you do if there's a non-Jew and you, he's basically, you're assuming he's dead, but do you, are you Michal Shabbos from or not? He says, I'm a firefighter. There's no difference, Jew, not Jew. And because you guys are starting to, th- to think about this, and the friend, I'm never going to learn Talmud again in my life. Adios, where did I, I send back the Gemara? Okay, fine. So that was him. I was just thinking that it's sad that, you know, he had an opportunity to, to learn Torah and, and get into it. And, and it just happened to be that his first day started off on the wrong foot and uh, he didn't get a chance. Zog the Gemara. The same thing would apply. You find dead people next to dead non-Jews next to the, the dead Jew. You, you should bury them to make peace. You don't want to get into fights with anybody. They have what's his name? Oh, I forgot his first name. Goldberg. What's Goldberg's first name? The, the Makachir. Yogo, Yogo, sorry. Yogo, it's just, we're talking about Mephanis and Mani and Achim. One of the, other than my unbelievable uh, Purim costume when I dressed up like Haman on a horse and I ran around. The, anybody here remember that? You guys remember? But I think this was uh, maybe even topped me. There was, uh, you know, there's homeless people here on Devon also, Devon McCormick, same corner. Yeah. And uh, on Purim, one of the homeless people turned out to be Yoel Goldberg. <laughs> he's, compl- he's dressed up like a homeless guy. <laughs> I'm saying so. Sometimes you have to be fired as the guy with the in. Huh? He stood in the middle and he had to sign the whole thing. And like as he got, as it was when, this, when from people came by, he was like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm Yoel. You, know? you don't know about this? Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Is the concept of Ava saying the same thing as Darkashal? Worried that Ava is. Uh, mm, it's the same idea. Yeah, yeah, could be. Ava is more hate. This is more peace. Yeah. Well, it's the difference between hate and peace and and, and being nice and, and and that sort of thing. Says the Eilig Mishnah, sponsored by Yerli Friedman. Oh, Ava, where's this thing? Oh, Lilinishmas is their father. Chaim Avram Shalom Yerucham Ben Yisrael David El Shalom. So, we're going to have two, two cases that are different. The first case is Shemitah, the second case is Meiser. So, a woman who, who's not so careful with Shemitah, in other words, Shemitah the halacha is, is that there's a beer. You guys remember what beer is? Beer is when this particular type of food is no longer in the fields, the animals are not eating it, then you can't eat it. You have to remove it from your house. And if you don't, then you're over on Shemitah and it's a problem. So you have a woman who doesn't know about these halachas, she doesn't care about these halachas, you could lend her all these type of stuff. Oh, here's a picture. I just Another picture of a guy doing the tamarim. Okay, fine. Here's a Napa Ukvara. One is, has thinner holes, larger holes. This is to sift flour. This is a Rechaim. This is a hand one. This is my tanner that I've been using throughout Shas. And I asked Yoshi to give me a tanner and he did this for us. I don't like his that much. We have to fix it because this tanner you see has a place on top to place a uh, pot. I don't know if he, whatever. 
we're gonna have to add some pot to this. Great. Wow, 42 people are watching live over here. So Mashal Zizhu Khaverta Hashutal Shvis Nabukvar Khaimatana. Avaloy Tobar, Vloy Titran Imo, she should not actually do the let me just see. I'm missing something here. Oh. Yeah, this puzzle right over here is important for us. The Vilafine Iver Lucita Mirchal also a very, very famous concept that you know I put a stumbling block in front of somebody else. And therefore, you have to to actually work with the person hand in hand as she's sifting and grinding the flour down, that's awesome. You're not allowed to help her do an Avera at Shemitah now. Now, it's a little bit of an issue. Why Why can you give her the machine to do it? Isn't that also giving somebody something about, well, maybe she's going to use good good wheat. We don't know exactly what she's going to use. So there was a, But to actually do it with her, that's proud. Next halacha, that's different. Eishis Chavar, the wife of somebody who's careful with Chavar, with Tahara, She could lend the wife of Amoretz, who's not so careful with Trumza Maestras, Anapu Kvara, also the Rechaim Etanur, Ubereres, Vetechenes, and this halach is different that with, we're not talking about Shemitah now, now we're talking about Trumza Maestras. So she, you could do the actual work with her, Ubereres, Vetechenes, Ubereres, so the Gemara is going to explain what the difference is. Why when it comes to Shemitah, you cannot help her grind. But when it comes to Trumas and Maestras, and you know she's not careful, she's probably using something that she didn't take Trumas and Maestras, you could grind with her. Once she adds the water to the dough, to the, to the flour, then you cannot touch it. Why? Because it's also to cause Trutuma, to challah. Once this thing becomes, uh, you know, roi to give challah, challah is a deraisa. It's like truma, and you're not going to make truma tame. That's it. It's a deraisa. Says the Mishnah Fish, you're not going to help somebody to do a vera. Why could you help this woman? Why could you lend her all your stuff? For peace. The boys say, here, peace. Sometimes you say to yourself, oh, but she's going to do an affair with it. It's none of your business. We're gonna, right now, she might, she might not. So give it to her. When you know for sure she's doing an affair right now, then they don't help her. And you're allowed to help the guy on Shemitah because, of course, he doesn't have an issue to work on Shemitah. You should ask the guy how he's doing. You say hello to him. So Rashi says to say the word Shalom, that's Hashem's name. You're allowed to use Hashem's name for peace reasons. So first of all, quick story with the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Famous story. He used to say there's two elderly men that lived on his block. They were not married. They got the Yerusha house on President Street. And... Every single day, every morning, they would bump into the Rebbe and they would say, good morning, and he'd nod his head like this. And one day they noticed that the mailman said, good morning to the Rebbe, and he said, how are you doing? So they weren't happy. 
It's not night. We we say good morning like this to us. How? So he said, I will. I'm bowing. I bow my head to a yid. So I'm doing, but I couldn't do that to him. I didn't want to do that. So I had to have a whole conversation with him. The the Batchen Yankel Tzucker says he was on a plane, and the, the non-Jew next to him saw that he's about he's taking out his meal. He says Bon Appetit. So Yankel Tzucker tells him Yankel Tzucker. He thought he thought that he's telling him his name. He didn't know what he's talking about. So the guy the guy says it a few times. So he gets up and he's going to the bathroom. He sees another yid over there. He says What does Bon Appetit mean? He says No, it means Betavon. Ah, okay. So by breakfast, when they serve breakfast, he looks at the guy, he says, he wants to show, impress him that he, he, he learned this. He says, Bon Appetit. So the guy looks at him, he says, Yankel Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, it's, it's a nice thing to say hello to people, to, even to non-Jews. Be nice. I actually, I'm serious. I don't want to throw people on the bus. I have issue with certain people in my neighborhood. They're so... The greater than thou that I, I, many times, I try every day. I say, good morning, good morning. They just give me this very dry look. Mm, you know, I'm thinking now, learning. Again, can't really answer. The Gemara talks about that like the man, Shalom, Rabbi Yochanan never always said hello to everybody. Nobody ever said hello to him before he was able to say to them. And here the Gemara says, the mission says, you should even say to an Jew. So be nice to other people. Say it. doesn't. It's only two words. It doesn't cost anything. Maishna, Reishu, Maishna, Sefer, the Gemara says, how come when it comes to Shemitah, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to help grind the wheat? And when it comes to Maishu, you're allowed, you should know that this whole Chumrah that we have, that when you buy from a Amaret's produce, it's Mai, Do Mai, we don't know what it is. But Midaraisa, you should know most Amaret's do take Trumus and Maishu. So you can help her. Rava, Omar, so Rava, Rashi explains, says, no, no way. Amaretz might not take, he might just take, what is that, 50-50. On a 50-50, that would be Isidur Raisa to, to, to use it, to, to eat it, to, to help her. So what, why over here can we help her? We're not talking about Amaretz who doesn't take, this Amaretz is a special type of Amaretz. This Amaretz takes Trumas and Maestros. But there's another problem. With Tuma of the Harid we're talking about that this Amar is not so careful with Tuma. The Sanya is Amaretz, Koshaini Oichel Chulabatara. This is an Amaretz that Chulin, regular food, is not so careful with. We touch regular food, and that's only a Durabanan. Durabanan said, you know, we should be careful with everything, with, with all Chulin. They're not careful. So we're only talking about a problem of the Rabbana Rabbaisa. And for Dark Yishalom, to make peace, we'll do away with it. Says the Gemara, Wait a minute, it says, but once, the, once the woman introduced water into the flower, then the wife of the Chavar should not help her anymore. Why? Michal the Rishal Abitum of Taraskinon says, before the flower has water, you'll have to help her. Why you'll have to help her? Yeah, Rabbi Say, wake up. It's a little late. Only 11.30. Why you'll have to help her? Darkishalom. But wait a minute, what's the problem? Let's think about it. 
is is the produce not good produce? Is it does it does it have a problem with trumas and maestros? No, we're talking about it. It's not a problem. Is there a problem with tuma and tahara? No, there's no water. So what's the problem? Why can't you help her? Why do you have to come on to oh because of peace reasons you're allowed to help her? I want to help her. What's the, there's no issue here. If you're telling me the whole problem is tum and tahara, not maestros, then tum and tahara, then, then, then why do you have to come on to tikkun oil? Michlal the ratio, love it, tum and tahara. Says Gemara, ratio of seva, but tum and tahara. No, we are talking about tum and tahara. The ratio of tum and schulen, the seva, but tum and schala. Oh, the ratio is talking about also an issue of tum and tahara. But the Rish is talking about Chulin. And Chulin is not such a big problem, it's only Rabbanon, and because of Dark Yishalom to make peace, we're not so mad. The Seifa, the second part, is talking about the woman is making Chala. Chala is already the Raisa, and therefore you shouldn't be helping her. Let's see, one second. Oh. So, in order to understand a little bit what's going on here, let's, I just want to show you real quickly. So here, first of all, this is the passage that we have to know. We have a chiv der raisa to make sure that truma does not become tummy. So let's turn to daf, samachalaf, omen beis, Sponsored by Mordechai Zapaznik, in my honor, and also by the Tilm Group, tilm.imindav.com. Viriminu, last word on Samach, Aleph, Amin Aleph. We have a contradiction. It says in the Bryson, Toichanim, Wafkidim, Eitzel, Eichli, Shviyis, Eitzel, Eichli, Berisem, Betumah. That's a halacha that, not to be confused here, we're talking about two different things. Can I store, can I, I have a neighbor who's an Amoritz, they don't care about much, they don't care that, that, that Shemitah is not a big deal by them. But I want to store my, my, my flour by them. I'm allowed to grind the flour by them. I'm allowed to store it by them. What's the concern? Storing flour by an Amar, it's like that. They might switch it. They might give you theirs, and it's Shemitah stuff, and they'll take yours. What's the difference? Here's a pound of flour. I need it right now. When he comes to ask for it, I'll give him another pound. What's the difference? No, we're not concerned. You're allowed to, you're allowed to store it by them. But don't grind for the person eating Shemitah that has a problem Shemitah food. And not, and this is the big problem. Rava just told us, he explained that you're allowed to grind flour, which is chulin, even though it's betumah, even if the lady is betumah. And over here it says, You should not help out somebody who eats fruit betumah. Omar Abaya, and this is also a beautiful thing. I mentioned it yesterday when Rav and Shmuel were arguing, and the Gemara asked a question on Rav. Shmuel comes to Rav's defense in a big argument, but Shmuel comes to Rav's defense. I want to, I want to help him out. Over here also, we have the same exact thing. Taisa says the question is not, not, it's not even, doesn't even begin to be a question for Abaya. Abaya is not talking about Tum and Tahara. Abaya is talking about Amaratzim and not Amaretz. Yet Abaya comes to Rav's rescue. Why? 
because it's Tyra. And he says, listen, your question, even though it might be a very big question on Rava, you think it's a big question. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I argue with Rava. But it's not a question on Rava, because I'll say X, Y, Z. The reason why, you ask me a question, why you, you shouldn't be uh, storing your flour by people, because we're talking about a Kayan who is, we, we, we're concerned, he's the type of guy that he eats truma when he's tumming, which is the rice. We're not talking about a case like you, Rava. You explain the Mishnah, a woman, she's in Chulin, the Tuma. That's not a big deal. That's a, well, it's a, it's the Rabbana. It's not as, it's not as problematic as a by saying this case is different. This is not the Arisa case. Yehachi, Mafkidin, it's what you're telling me. You're talking about a Kaya, you're talking about the Arisa. So how can you store it by him? Vermino, Mafkidin, Truma, it's a Yisrael Amaretz, well, it's a Kaya Amaretz. You could store it by a Yisrael, but not by a Kaya. And why? Since the Kohen is so used to eating truma, he'll eat this also. It's a problem. You're talking about a, a jar, a container that's completely sealed. And therefore, the Kohen won't eat for it, from it. And therefore, you can give it to the Kohen to store it. says, Gemara, but it's still a problem. Anida has something interesting that even though she doesn't touch the actual food, but if she moves the container, then everything inside becomes tame because of heses, maso. So shouldn't we be concerned? How do you store it in her house? She might be metamet. El omar vir meloi kashio. Kam beperoi shuhukshuru. Kam beperoi shalihukshuru. This is one of the concepts, hukshur lakabotuma, that we have many, many times in Shas. Let me see. Uh oh. That didn't work. Let me go over here. Okay. So let me just explain before, uh, as he's getting the slides, I see him on here. Okay, Baruch Hashem. The idea of Mukshal Kabbalah you have it in chess many, many, many times. And that is a fruit, when it grows on a tree, cannot become tummy. You could touch, a, you could put a rat on it, it doesn't become tummy. When it comes off the tree, you put a rat on it, it does not become tame. When does a fruit become tame? Only after it became wet. Seven liquids, the wine, the, the, the oil, the milk, the whole thing. Seven liquids. But as it becomes, liquid has to touch it. One of the seven liquids. Once the liquid touches it, it becomes moksha lekabel tumma. Okay? Oh, shmak. Thank you, Mark. We're back in business. So, first of all, the Yisoyed of Shas. It has to be Mukhshar. What is this Yisoyed? Check this out. Special for today. We have a fruit that has a lock on it. And if a person who's tame, do that again. A person who's tame touches the fruit, it remains green. You see? It's green. It's tar. You take the fruit off the tree and he touches it, it remains tar. It's locked. But once you pour a liquid on it, now it turns purple. It becomes unlocked. It becomes hochsher. 
And then if a person whose tummy touches it, it becomes red, it becomes tummy. So, says the Gemara, very simple. The, the contradiction is not a contradiction. The, first, the second price is talking about fruit that were wet. So when you have fruit that is not I'm not concerned that the coin is going to touch or anything. You bring your wheat to Kusi. We had a lot about the Kusi. The real Gerim, not real Gerim. They're okay. You have to be concerned, maybe they become Tomei. So wait a minute. What is the question? We're asking, oh, you see, they become Tomei. What's the answer going to be, Rabbi Zai? The Lehuchshar. They're not going to become Tomei because they didn't become susceptible to Tomei. So the Gemara, hi, my Rumi, what's your question? We just said there's a difference between fruit that became susceptible to Tomei, they became wet, or not. So with the Karala and Makarala, so then what was your question to begin with? This is more very interesting. We want to ask something else. Ask Gemara, why are you telling me that these fruit? You gave it to Kusi. You gave it to someone who's not careful. It's good. You don't have to be worried. There, the, the, the meiser that you took off of it is meiser. Shmita, Shmita. I gave him a box of apples. Don't worry about it. You took, they're not Shemitah fruit. They're not, they don't have a problem of Tevel. You removed the miser. Maybe he switched it. You give your mother-in-law some dough. She's an Amaretz. She's the wife of an Amaretz. So I thought it's... Very interesting. Rashi says, well, she's the wife of Amaris. What do you do? You drove her to the mikvah. You made sure she goes into the mikvah. And now, okay, mom, now you could do my 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 uh, my dough. That's what Rashi says. Take her to the mikvah. Okay, go to the mikvah. But here's the problem. You give your wife, your, your mother-in-law dough. So before you give it to her, you take off the miser. And then when she gives it back to you, you take Meiser first. And when she gives you back the dough, take Meiser again. Why? Because we have to be concerned. Your mother-in-law might switch it out. Wait a minute. You just told me I'm not concerned that people are going to switch things out. Your mother-in-law, yes? So, says the Gemara, yeah, a mother-in-law is very different than a regular person. A regular person won't switch it out. Your mother-in-law has good intentions. As we explain over there, a mother-in-law wants that the daughter should have good stuff. And she's embarrassed from her son-in-law. So therefore, she'll switch it out with her own good stuff. If something happens to it, if it gets spoiled or whatever. Oh, you're not, only a mother-in-law will switch it out, nobody else will. Another thing, if you give it to your innkeeper, Master Shunai's in law, you should take Master before him. And Shunai the matter, once you get it back from him, you should also take Master. Why? So you see that an innkeeper also switches it out. Why are you telling me no, Amoris doesn't switch it out? Says Gemara has Mary of Amra. We spoke about this. People are Mary Hetter. They have a good reason why they do bad things. 
But the point is that she has good intent. We're not talking about people that have bad intent. Good intent. So regular Amaretz doesn't have any intent. She's not going to just switch it out for no reason. Over here, she's trying to do a favor. Why? She says, Barbie Rav, we have a Tamat Chacham here. Lechel Chamimo, I want him to have good, fresh, hot bread out of the oven. Vano Eichel Kriya, and I'll eat the, the stale, cold bread. So she has good intent. And we're concerned that with her good intent, she'll switch out the bread. And it doesn't, the, she didn't take Meiser. She's an Amaretz. She's trying to do good. So she doesn't realize that her bread is not really kosher. There has no Meiser on it. That's why she take Meiser. But it's only because she's an innkeeper trying to do good, but a regular Amaretz not. Says Gemara, we're almost done. You're still not concerned that other people are going to switch it out. But we learned that the wife of somebody who's careful with she could grind together with the wife of an Amaret when the wife of the Chavar is Tomei, because we're not concerned she's going to eat. But not when this Ashish Chavar is Tomei. Why? Because when she is tame, she's not used to eating, so she won't grab anything. But when she's tar, she's used to eating, so she'll take something, and she might take something that doesn't, doesn't have trumas and maizrut. Oh, you see that so you see that a wife of Amoretz Listen to this. People are not going to like it. A couple of people here for sure are not going to like it. Halakhically, who owns the produce here? Who owns stuff? The stuff? Husband. Huh? The husband. The husband. The Gemara says that the wife, by taking her husband's fruit and giving it to her friend, she's stealing from her husband. So if she's a Ganav, so she's not going to switch it out. Now, you say that to calm people down, nowadays the husbands for sure, they let their wives take and whatever they want, of course, give to some guests, it's that. Okay, you want, you want to go to the to the of the, of the, of the halacha, okay, she, she was taken from the husband. But the point is that over here, she's being married at her. The what? Let me see if we can find that last one. Oh. The famous halacha of And that is that it's also for you to take an ox and work the ox in the field and not let the ox eat. So this woman, this Hamaris lady, she's saying, wait a minute, this, this lady is working with me. She shouldn't be any worse than an animal. An animal gets teeth, so she should also get teeth. She's right. But when it's her stuff, not when it's somebody else's stuff, you can't be such a tzaddik on the cheshman of somebody else. You can't have somebody work with you, let's say, in a store. The owner of the store didn't ask you to bring that person in. He said, oh, she can eat anything off the shelves. It doesn't work like that. And therefore... We're concerned that she has a little bit of a neighbor problem here. And Raboisai, thank you very much for joining. Have a wonderful day. Tomorrow, Bezer Hashem, right here at 7.30 Chicago time.